Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 6 of the Life Made to Order podcast. Today we will be talking about Law of Attraction and 5 forms of resistance that are messing with your manifesting. The thing about Law of Attraction is, at the core, it is an incredibly simple concept. You attract into your life what you predominantly focus on in terms of your feelings, beliefs, and thoughts. You change your focus, you change all the things you attract. Awesome. That means all the shitty stuff you believe about yourself, all the shitty beliefs you have about not being able to have what you want. You realize none of that's, oh, none of that's true. And if I just am willing to believe something else, my whole experience can change. Amazing. Now, again, very simple. It's not not a lot to that, right? Not very complicated. It's not this 50-step process. It's just like, oh, change what I'm thinking about, change my feelings, and I change my point of attraction. Now, if we didn't have any resistance, that would be all there that would be all there is to it really and what happens is we read about law of attraction it seems so incredibly simple and then we wonder why we have so much trouble manifesting we're like it's not a difficult concept like what's wrong with me and it's the resistance the resistance is what complicates it the law of attraction itself it's not complicated you don't have to jump through a lot of hoops to get what you want um The manifesting process works the same for everything, but we have the limiting beliefs that we believed for a really long time. And even though getting law of attraction in theory is a great start, it's usually not enough to just, you know, strip all of that away after years and years and years of believing these horrible things and years and years and years of of having this really jacked up self image of yourself and all the pain and trauma and the past experiences and all the decisions we made because of those experiences about what we think the world is like, what we think we're like, what we think is possible, blah, blah, blah. I could go on and on and on about it. So you'll come to find that as you start working more consciously with your energy, things might not come together as swimmingly as they could in theory, as is technically possible because of all this resistance. And the resistance, it shows up in many different forms. So today I want to talk about, you know, five of them that I think are pretty big and, you know, kind of getting a better understanding of what's going on in our minds is the first step to really kind of working with all of that and, and molding things into a way that's more in harmony with with the things we want to attract into our life. So the first thing is, the first form of resistance that will really mess with your manifesting is trying to figure out how what you want is going to come to you. God, if we could just release on this, you you wouldn't believe how quickly you can let things into your experience. But it's hard to, to not do that because our brains are designed to work with the data that it's been you know, it's, you know, has access to and is looking at and has been input from you all your life and and what's happening outside in your immediate experience. And based on all of that, it is, you know, conditioned to be like, okay, well, based on all this data I have, based on everything I've known, you know, from the past and, and what I'm looking at right now, how can I get from where I am now to where I want to be? And the problem is, is that our brain, as awesome as it is in many ways, it is not equipped to calculate that. It cannot figure out all the infinite possibilities. It can't really think for itself. It's kind of like, uh, we kind of look at it as our enemy, but it's actually kind of like our faithful servant. It's just running off the programming that we've installed in it based on all our decisions and beliefs and experiences and feelings and what have you. So 
It can't do that. There's no way it will ever be able to calculate infinite possibilities. There is no way it could see the millions of different paths what you want can travel towards you. It cannot anticipate all of the ideas and inspirations that might come to you. It cannot anticipate the people that you will meet that will in some way be the perfect manifestation to help you manifest your whatever it is you're looking to get. You don't know the opportunity. It just can't. And when we insist on trying to figure out the how and when we really latch on to that, we really can block the manifestations and we can block that ascent into a higher vibration more consistently because we can maybe think of like two or three ways what we want can come to us. None of those ways seem possible. So then we get discouraged or we decide, okay, well, it can only happen by doing X, Y, or Z. Then I'm going to take all of these actions and try to force results through these channels to ensure I get what I want because clearly those are the only ways what I want can come to me. So I have to make sure that I, I make shit happen and go do something. And God, how that uninspired forced action messes with your energy too. So... You know, this is a just releasing on how that will be like anything else with working with law of attraction. It's going to be a process. You're not all of a sudden just going to be like, okay, awesome. The universe can, universe has got this. I'm just going to sit back and then feel good and, and do my visualizing and do my rituals that make me feel good and just wait for all my stuff to come. The more you can get into that space more of the time, even for just a little bit at a time, you'll bank some nice energy there. Um, but you're probably not going to be able to do it all the time. And it's okay if you can't do it all the time. You know, it's all about just doing the best you can in every moment and making that conscious decision to redirect your focus in a way that will serve you better rather than in focusing in a way that's just keeping you stuck in what is and perpetuating what is. So the next time you find your brain kind of being like, Oh, how's that going to happen? How the heck is that ever going to happen? And the more, the bigger the desire and the more far away you, what you want seems from where you are now, the more your mind is going to want to try to do that figuring out. And it, it just really can't. Um, one of the best things I think to combat this is to look back into your life experience and see all the different times that you got something in completely unexpected ways. Because one of the best ways to appease our brains and to kind of get it more on board with this whole LOA friendly way of operating is showing it proof that's already like happened. Like stuff that's like you can point to and be like, see, there is some validity to that. Look at all this stuff I got that came completely out of the blue. Look at the stuff I got that was unexpected. It doesn't matter how little the, the incident was or how insignificant it might seem. The you know, obviously the bigger incidents will, will have more energetic pull behind them and you'll be able to get more excited about that. But even the smallest bit of proof you can provide to your brain will be all good and it'll be awesome. Okay, so the next form of resistance that really screws with this whole process is insisting that what you want right now is exactly what you want and there is no acceptable substitute and you know for sure this is what you want and you're, that's your story and you're sticking to it. Here's the thing about this issue. Um, yeah, you have certain things you want. And I'm not trying to argue with you that what you want is, is not what you want. But I kind of am saying that because what happens is everything is energy, right? And you have these desires and you have these feelings that you're hoping to cultivate. And that's kind of what lies behind what you want anyway. So your brain has to translate all that energy into some kind of picture, something for you to focus on. So whatever desire is kind of 
poking into your, your thoughts right now and, and whatever is coming into your visualizations as what I want. It's kind of like I've heard to I've heard before a person refer to it as like a placeholder. And I think that's a really a really good way to put it. So it's just whatever you have your sights set on right now is just one representation of the energy that you want to create in your life because that's what you're really looking to create. You want certain feelings, you want a certain energy, you want a certain overall life experience to feel a certain way. And when we get very insistent on this is exactly what I want and this is how this is how the only way I could feel like I got what I wanted is if this specific thing manifests, oh boy, do we really cut off that energy and we close so many doors infinite doors. Remember guys, it's infinite. Our, our brains can't really calculate it and you, you can't fully wrap your head around it. I really can't either sometimes when you really think about the awesomeness that is being orchestrated at every moment that we're not even aware of and we can't fully ever know or understand and we don't have to understand it. So just keep that in mind as you go along your manifesting journey. You know, think about, okay, this thing I want right now, there are, it's a representation of an energy and there are so many other ways that I could get this essence of, of what I'm after. This is just one representation and maybe this is the exact thing I'll manifest or maybe I'll manifest something completely different that feels just as good or even better. That's something that's just as good or something even better. Because, you know, also another thing to keep in mind too is anything you're thinking about manifesting now is going to be tempered by your current belief system and what you kind of think is possible for you. So you can only go so far outside your comfort zone wanting something before it starts to feel like completely unrealistic and completely uncomfortable. So it's kind of limited. So what you have in store for yourself right now is just a fraction of what you're capable of creating. And, you know, we can only ever see the next step. We can't see the whole picture. If we could see the whole picture of what was possible for us, it'd probably freak us out a lot. So that's another thing to remember, too, is kind of what you have your sight set on now is kind of like only just like one little fraction of what you could actually create. And when you are willing to ease up a little bit on, okay, maybe I realize what I have my sight set on now is just a representation of what I want. It's, it might not be, you know, the end all be all you will more easily um, allow yourself to feel all the feelings now that are a match to what you want. And then you'll attract a bunch more stuff that feels just like that, which might include this specific item or situation or experience that you are thinking about right now. Or like I said before, it could be something completely more awesome and better and like, whoa, like, holy crap, like, I created this and I can't believe how awesome it is and how much other awesome stuff can I create? And it just gets this wonderful cycle going of, of proof and feeling better and then getting more proof and feeling better. And before you know it, you're reaching for like all sorts of crazy stuff that you probably never thought you could have. But getting onto that path of awesomeness really requires a willingness. You might not do it all the time. Like I always like to remind people, you're not going to be perfect at this. No one really is. Um, it all starts with that willingness to concede that whatever is in your mind right now may not be the end all be all of what you want to manifest. And that brings me to resistance issue number three, worrying that feeling better now will just basically cancel your order <laughs> there. It's funny because. This is this is a tough one for a lot of people because what happens in our normal course of events is 
we have things in our experience we don't really like. Our brain convinces us that that's where our attention needs to be. And that because there's stuff in our experience we don't like, our predominant energy and our predominant feeling should be one of frustration, anger, sadness, resentment, and whatever because of these things we don't like. And we must get rid of all these things we don't like before we start feeling better. Anything other than that, it's it's a no-go. It's not possible. So the normal mode of operating is feeling badly because you don't have the stuff you want and insisting that you won't feel better until things change for you and until what you want comes into your experience. And we believe that um, that sense of wanting is somehow what creates our experience and somehow is what brings what we want to us. I surmise that part of that that tendency in part stems from, you know, an idea that we've kind of been a lot of us have been deeply ingrained with that there's some kind of like big man in the sky that's calling all the shots and and determining what we're having and what we're not having and what we can have and what we can't have, what we deserve and what we don't deserve. And by needing, 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 wanting, 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 we're sending some message to him like, hey, hey, God, or whatever you call him, please give me this thing. I really, really want it. But that's not really how it works. The force is neutral and it just can just match you up with what you're a match to now. So realizing that you start to realize, oh, okay. so if I really want to get all this stuff that will bring me all these feelings that I want, all these things that I think will make me happy, I have to start feeling that way now. Awesome. But. You'll find it's it's easier said than done because your brain jumps in there and this idea of feeling better before you have an outside reason to feel better, before your stuff that you want gets here, it really freaks your brain out because it's hearing like, oh my God, like you're telling me not to want this thing anymore and I want what I want and you're trying to tell me not to want it. Oh my God, if I stop, want, if I stop wanting it, I'm not going to get it. And that it really like resists feeling better now because on some level it believes that like, okay, it buys into this law of attraction thing maybe to some degree, but then it's like, oh my God, but if I'm feeling happier now, what if the universe kind of peeks in on me and is like, oh, you know, she was really struggling with money and she seemed to really want it, but she seems pretty happy now, even though she's still poor. I guess she doesn't want the money anymore. No, that's not how it works. If you are miserable because you're single and you start finally starting to feel a little bit better and feeling whole and complete as you are now, even though you still don't have a relationship, the universe isn't going to check in on you and be like, wow, she was pretty miserable not having a boyfriend, but now she seems pretty okay with being single. So she must not want a relationship anymore. No, that's not what happened. It's not what's happening. If you really don't like your job, but you're trying to, you know, focus on the positive aspects of it and then try to maintain a higher energy by, you know, focusing on what you like about it instead of bitching and moaning all the time and complaining how much you're hated and you're miserable, the universe isn't going to be like, huh, she really seemed to hate her job, but now she seems okay with it. I guess she doesn't want a new job anymore. No, that is not what is happening. I think I probably gave enough examples there. <laughs> and those are probably the three biggies that people have a harder time like feeling okay about money relationships and, and their professional life. So, because what happens is that you know, but it takes a while to really let it sink in, is that the universe is matching you up with experiences, people, inspiration, ideas, whatever, that you are a match to right in this moment in your current reality. So that means that if you let yourself feel good now and feel happy and feel all the warm, fuzzy feelings that you're really after, again, all you ever want are feelings. I don't care what it is you want to attract. You want it because you think it will make you feel a certain way. If you cultivate all of that and you're building some nice energy behind all those warm fuzzies, the universe 
has no choice. Listen, it has no choice but to bring you all of the stuff that reflects those feelings back to you. It has to bring you more stuff that feels just like all that warm, fuzzy stuff you're feeling. So feeling better now not only will not cancel your order because it just doesn't work that way. Believe me, the universe knows what you want. It's written all over your vibration. It knows it knows better than you know, which is why you know, brings me back a little bit to my second point of being willing to release of like being so insistent on exactly what you want, exactly what has to manifest for you to be happy. So it not only will it not cancel the order, it will make what you want come to you so much freaking faster. You have no idea. So you got to really work on telling your brain to just shut up when it starts telling you, oh my God, no, 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 you can't be happy now. No, no, what if that means, oh, if you're happy now, you're not going to get what you want. And it, it really like, it, you'll see it and it's very nuanced and I can't even fully even put it into words what you'll probably experience with this. Like it's really freaky and it really is not going to make sense to you because you know how law of attraction works. Sorry about that little bit of rooster here. As you know, I'm in Bali at the moment. Um, but it's still, it's going to get the idea of releasing on what you want uh, and, and feeling happy now, even if you don't have it, it really, it's like a, your brain just is like, whoa, what's happening here? So it's just something, it's, it's going to be a process a lot and it's going to be like, there's going to be that fear there. And it's something that you probably are, you know, going to have to work through a little bit. Um, which kind of brings me to, uh, point number four, this is a big form. Well, they're all big forms of resistance actually. Um, Refusing to feel better until outside circumstances change. Now, I will be the first to tell you that, yeah, as a fellow human being, it's a lot easier. It's a hell of a lot easier to feel good when there is something in your outside experience to look at that makes you feel good and something to feel happy about. Not going to not gonna argue with that one there. But now that you have a better understanding of how your reality is created and that whatever you're focusing on expands and wherever you choose to put your attention, you're just going to manifest more stuff that, that feels like all the feelings and the beliefs and whatever it is you're, you're cultivating in those moments, you kind of start to realize that this refusal to feel better until what, until things outside of you change, it's not going to work very well. You might build a little bit of positive momentum here and there. You'll have your moments and maybe you'll get some good stuff to come in. Because like I had mentioned before in, in different podcasts and different blog posts, like we're meant to create. We're creating all the time by default. Law of attraction is not an optional thing you can just like use. It's it's there. It's it's functioning all the time, always like, like clockwork. So you really have to be willing to make that effort to try and feel better without having a reason to feel better. And again, I know it's not as easy as if you manifest something awesome or something really awesome happens that makes you feel happy and makes you feel good. It makes you feel like, you know, what you want is coming or that your life is improving in some way. Um, because when you do that, you might, yeah, you might manifest some random things that'll make you feel good, but it'll be very few and far between your energy really won't change. And for the most part, your situation is going to remain frustrating and, whatever, however negative feelings you're feeling about what your life is like now, it's just going to, it's going to remain and it'll probably start multiplying and getting stronger because you're just going to get frustrated because you get how LOA works, but it's not working for you and you're trying hard to feel better, but you just can't. And then nothing's changing. But if you can't feel better, it's going to be really hard to manifest what you want, at least in a way that's more easy and more joyful. 
that's the point of working with LOA is to get things, you know, more with the power of your energy than, than all this action and, and force and manipulation and frustration and, and hard work, suffering and toil. So the, the key to, you know, feeling better, regardless of what's happening outside of you is you're going to have to really make an effort to look at the things in your life now that can make you feel good in some way. And I don't mean pretending to like things that you don't like and all of a sudden trying to, you know, feel good feelings for things that you don't feel good about. Like, for example, if you hate your boss, like you don't have to all of a sudden try to pretend like you love him and he's a great guy if he's like a total douchebag. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not also I'm not talking about trying to feel better about things that suck and pretend they don't suck anymore. Like, for example, if you're really struggling with money, you don't have to all of a sudden pretend that you're happy being poor and that being poor is not so bad and feeling better about being poor. I'm not, I'm not encouraging you to change, you know, adopt a different perspective on a, a bad feeling belief and try to make it like it's not bad. What I'm talking about is actually focusing your attention in ways that actually evoke some positive emotion that allow you, even for just a few minutes a day, to focus positively and take your focus off of what is currently and towards what you want to create, towards what you want to bring into your life, rather than focusing on what is happening right now that you don't like and is making you all sorts of like upset and frustrated and whatever. So because this can be challenging, too, because we are very used to living reactively. We're very used to our emotional state, our moods, our feelings being influenced by the things happening outside of us. Something we like happens, we feel good. Something we don't like happens, we feel bad. And yet that's going to happen. You know, most people aren't, you know, masters of that smiley, shiny, trust in the universe, no matter what chaos is happening around them. We all have our moments of getting caught up in that. So don't beat yourself up if you can't like be this way all the time. I doubt there are really anybody that's like that all the time, unless maybe they live in like a mountain or a cave and they're totally withdrawn from like worldly life and the challenges that come with that. So again, it's really about, you know, willing to Go into your inner world and go into your visualizations or your rituals or doing whatever you do that makes you, you know, able to focus positively on what you want and feel good about getting what you want and feeling good about your circumstances, you know, eventually changing so they're more to your liking. And, you know, just focusing on the things that genuinely make you feel good, focusing on the positive aspects. You know, you might not like your job, but maybe there's some good things about your job. Focus on those things, even if it's just like 5% of your experience you know, putting your attention there, you have no idea how much you can start shifting energy. Even if even for just a little bit, you can evoke some positive emotion to some degree for a, a somewhat sustained period of time. And if you're not there all the time, it's cool. It's all good. Don't worry about it. But you can't get sucked too far down the pit. And again, refuse to feel better unless something happens to make you feel better. You know, the universe doesn't do parlor tricks. So it, you can't be like, well, I'm going to feel better for 10 minutes. And if I don't manifest something that proves to me that this is real and that my situation is changing, I'm just going to go back right back to feeling badly. It's like you can't force manifestations in that way. You can't look at it like a tit for tat. Like, okay, I, I felt good like 20% of the day yesterday. So today I should manifest a day where 20% of everything is awesome. Like it doesn't really, it doesn't work that way. You just have to be willing to trust that this whole idea of what you attract 
based on what you're currently feeling is valid, which it is. And once you're willing to trust that, you'll be more willing to feel better and find ways to feel better, even if your outside experience isn't isn't changing as, as much as you'd like. Because you have to remember that, you know, starting to feel better, it's not dependent on everything in your experience you don't like now having to exit before you can feel better. That's not required our mind likes to kind of operate in that way. And that's how our mind kind of wants to go about it. But it doesn't have to be that way because everything starts on the inside. Your world is created from the inside out. So outside things don't really have to change yet. No decisions have to be made. Actions don't have to be taken to start feeling better and to start manifesting, you know, the life that you really want. So you have to be willing to do that work on the inner world and change your attitude and change your feelings and work on feeling better much of the time. I don't necessarily mean happy, shiny, crazy every second. Second, if you can get there, awesome, go for it. But at least better, because then the better you feel, the more you'll let in, the more you let in, the more you'll believe this is true, the more you believe it's true, the more you'll be able to feel better more of the time, so on and so forth. The wonderful cycle that I, I've talked about several times. And that brings me to my last point, um, the fifth form of resistance that's really messing with your manifesting. And that is a refusal to kind of walk away from things when it's feeling really hard, frustrating or difficult, or you feel like you're manipulating and forcing things. Because here's the thing, when we are willing to change our focus and work on shifting the beliefs and shifting that whole inner world to in a, in a direction that's, you know, in harmony with getting what we want, things come together so much more easily for us. That's when the universe can really like orchestrate stuff for us and really handle the bulk of, of what we want to create. And just, we just get to kind of participate at, you know, we get to do the fun stuff like visualizing what we want and taking the inspired actions that feel really fun. And we can't even help ourselves. They feel so fun and we're so excited to take them. Um, but the only way that we can tap into all that help that the universe can give us is we have to be willing to let it help us. And when we refuse to remove ourselves from situations that feel really bad, when we refuse to pull back from actions that are making us feel terrible, but we're only taking them because we think if we don't, we're not going to get what we want. We, we have to fix it. We have to take control. We have to make things happen. We have to find that solution. And we got to keep looking no matter how badly it feels and no matter how blocked our brain is, we got to keep going, 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 no matter how shitty we feel. And when we do that and we're not willing to move away from that, we cannot become a match to all of the various assistance that the universe can give us. We can't become a match to that solution that's so obviously simple, but we're just blocking it because our energy state is so low. We can't become a match to that meeting with that person who's going to set us up with the interview that's going to get us our dream job. We can't become a match to the inspiration that's going to be the perfect you know, inspiration to create an awesome product for your business that's going to make you a shitload of money. So it's, you know, we can't, we like, so you get in theory that the, the universe can help do all this stuff for you, but you can't wait until all of that stuff starts happening and then be willing to stop doing things the hard way. Because as you know, you can only attract what you're a match to in the moment. So if you're going, you know, if you're plowing through with your head down and working hard and suffering and feeling bad, you can't be a match to all of that stuff. The universe can't bring it to you in that state. So there has to be a willingness to step away from that energy and to do what you can to 
cultivate your trust and be willing to trust that even if you can't see it, even if you have no idea how it's going to happen, that the universe has got your back and that what you want can come to you. The solutions, the inspirations, the money, the whatever, it can make its way to you if you're willing to work with the process, if you're willing to let the universe help you. You have to let it help you by being willing to disengage from all the activity that is is making you feel bad and that's coming from a, a place of force, fear, and manipulation and control. That can be uncomfortable, but trust me. So the next time you find yourself doing something and it's becoming really frustrating or it seems really hard and you're getting frustrated and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to kill somebody, be willing to walk away. If you find yourself, you know, in a situation that is just not to your liking and it's not, you know, like let's say you have a client that's a really big pain in the butt and they're not even that much of your revenue, but they're taking up all of your time. Consider letting that person go. Maybe finish off your current project and then tell them you're no longer able to, you know, provide services to them. It's, it's not feasible for you anymore. Whatever it is. If you're doing something that feels badly or you're, you're in a situation that's just you don't see getting better and it feels like you're forcing something just be willing to pull away as much as you can or walk away completely. You know, it depends on, you know, the, the scenario, I guess. Okay, so that is episode six, five forms of resistance messing with your manifesting. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this and found it helpful. Like I said before, you know, the concept of attraction is incredibly simple, but our resistance is, is kind of what complicates things and it is what it is. But if we're willing to work through it, you're not doomed. You can, whatever's holding you back right now, it's not a permanent unfixable situation. You can do it, but it's just going to take a little bit of, of effort mental effort and emotional effort, you know, not physical hard effort. I don't, you know, I'm not for that really. So yeah, that's, that's that. So I hope you guys liked it. And if you are not on my blog already and you want to check out more blog posts about law of attraction and other stuff I like to blog about or learn more about my energy coaching services, I do specialize in, in law of attraction coaching. You can check it out at livelifemateorder.com and yeah, have a great day or night wherever you are. Bye-bye.